0: We're going to be talking about what binge eating is, how do you know what a binge is, how do you differentiate it from overeating, and how you can use a binge to your advantage. Wait till the end when it comes to this one because it is really important and I'll be sharing uh, tips and strategies that I use with my clients uh, in all my programs that have helped them overcome binge eating as quick as possible as they can. You are listening to Beyond the Binge with me, Mo registered dietitian, and life coach. In every episode, I will do my absolute best to help you learn more about binge eating as well as any other destructive addictions you might struggle with. My goal is to shed light on a problem that many, including myself in the past, struggle with and help you feel less ashamed of it. Binge eating can be a sensitive problem because it involves a loss of self-control, and while that can be demoralizing, it is okay to struggle with. By viewing binge eating as an opportunity to learn more about ourselves and gain new skill sets, we can eventually grow and one day gain freedom. So let's dive into today's episode and learn more together. The first thing about to know about binge eating is that it has very little to do with food. I know, shocking, right? And everything to do with the state of mind that you're in. So binge eating actually is best defined by the state of mind that you're in uh, while you're going through the experience. And that state of mind is, is crucial to understand uh, two components of it that make a binge uh, a binge as opposed to overeating. Uh, and we're actually going to use the sandwich analogy is that what happens before the binge and what happens after the binge. What's in the middle, which is the food and the eating, we're going to treat that separately. And I'm going to show you how. So first of all, knowing that uh, a binge is the state of mind that we're in, there are two things underneath that state of mind that make a binge a binge. The first is the loss of control. The loss of control is a, a very important component of binge eating and it usually involves us losing control of our actions uh, and what we're doing and it looks like this sometimes we'll be eating and uh, we will just won't be able to stop or we find ourselves driving ourselves somewhere to pick up food when we don't want to or we find ourselves uh, hiding to eat food because we're afraid to be caught by somebody uh, because we are judging ourselves and we don't want to be caught and we're trying to like you know get it out of the way and do it quickly and and forget about it kind of thing and pretend it's not even happening sometimes and i actually have heard about this people sometimes pretend it's not even happening when they're doing it and downplay it in their mind so it's a complete loss of control we will be uh, literally uh, saying i don't want to be doing this while we are doing it Um, there's sometimes loss of control that is uh, a result of us kind of like you know making excuses mentally which can qualify uh, only if later after the binge we say oh you know what like yes that's uh, I I was totally coming up making up excuses and that was loss of control so if you feel like it's a loss of control that's the first step of what makes it a binge the second and most important step is what comes after the eating which is the emotions if there's negative emotions if there's guilt frustration sadness depression anxiety uh, anything that is negative that is tied to what you just did uh, the emotions uh, is a very important clue of uh, whether it's a binge or not anytime there's food between these two components of loss of control and negative emotions you know that it is a binge this is something really really important and with binge eating actually It comes in a spectrum. It's binge eating is a spectrum uh, uh, that starts with uh, very mild binge eating to extreme and very severe and even life-threatening binge eating. And I'll give you examples. And I've personally struggled with this as well during my journey of binge eating and overcoming binge eating is that at the extreme side, uh, there are people who are thinking of food, of binges and having binges six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 times a day. And their thoughts and time are completely overwhelmed uh, uh, with food. They avoid a lot of action because of food they avoid a lot of situations because of because of food Uh, they hide a lot and they have that constant fear going on and the binges happen very very frequently and that can be life-threatening because it takes Away from our energy towards doing other important tasks, but also because the frequency can harm our health. Mild binge eating is if you're struggling with a binge once every month, couple of months or so, that is kind of like, you know, minor and you know, brush it off a little bit, but still a binge is a binge. And it doesn't matter if it's extreme or if it's mild, whenever it happens, it is still a binge. Overeating is a little bit different. Um, Overeating is often when we are mindlessly doing it, not really paying attention, or we ate too much. Uh, but we don't have negative emotions after, we don't have that guilt after, and often we allow ourselves to do it, and we're like, yeah, you know what, I will no big deal. That could be overeating, and that is very normal, and everybody struggles with overeating, even a healthy in a healthy lifestyle, because it's your way of understanding what fills you up and what doesn't, and you reflect on it, and you use it in a way to learn more about yourself. Many, many, many people go through a big part of their life uh, struggling with binge eating, but not actually knowing that it's binge eating, and that was me. I spent eight years roughly, uh, I think even 10, it's hard to count, but eight years struggling with binge eating, not knowing it's a binge, until I realized it as I was studying it to be a dietitian in my third year in school. And I was like, oh my God, this is basically what I do. Uh, and I didn't. I thought that was normal. I thought that was, everybody does that. But the truth is, it's not. Because uh, with food, we technically uh, should never ever feel guilty about it. When it's taking so much time and effort and energy from us, it usually becomes uh, a problem. And that is when kind of like uh, go and seek help for it. Many uh, would go to their GP and talk about it. And if you've done that, know that doctors are not equipped in any way whatsoever to understand what binge eating is or disordered eating or to treat it. But unfortunately... You need a diagnosis for uh, for it from doctors. Uh, Now, a psychiatrist uh, or a psychologist can probably diagnose it pretty well because they have studied it, but a GP or a doctor, which many people uh, that I come across who struggle with binge eating go to in the first place, often have very little experience with binge eating, and many of them are binge eating as well, for the record, because it is a very, very common problem. And so I've heard horrific stories such as uh, the doctor told me to, you know, it's just a small problem and I'm just stressed and I should just, you know, take a break and maybe I should go go on a diet or cut out the bread or cut out the carbs or maybe I'm just uh, eating too much sweets and or maybe they say that it's normal everybody eats sweets all the time I eat too much sweets too a little bit sometimes they basically downplay it and that is not a good thing at all it does not do anybody any service when you downplay the problem because then the person starts to think that they're not legit struggling with the problem and that it's all in their head which makes it a little bit even worse if you've been to a GP and they downplayed your binge eating don't worry about it. Uh, don't take it to heart. They're not really equipped for it. They're not trained to do it. Uh, go to a specialist instead who is the, who is uh, skilled and trained to uh, understand and recognize disordered eating. So who are these uh, skilled uh, people? They're mostly registered dietitians, psychiatrists and psychologists. And I might sound biased because I'm a registered dietitian, in case you haven't noticed. But when it comes to disordered eating, they're among the top in the field for one main reason is because uh, they have the nutrition science. Uh, studied and understand it very very well but they also have taken the time to become skilled in certain uh, therapeutic and the cognitive part which is the mental part um, and they can deliver and combine both this is really important to find a dietitian who uh, who is skilled when it comes to the cognitive and mental component because binge eating is 80 percent Uh, mental roughly and 20% about food. Um, So a therapist could do pretty well, but unfortunately a therapist or a psychologist or a psychiatrist are not trained in nutrition unless they do extra training on their own or they are licensed in nutrition. Maybe they happen to be one of those uh, uh, rare dietitians and psychologists at the same time and they can offer both. That would be uh, basically uh, the best combination to have because the nutrition is also important and we are approaching binge eating from a mental and psychological perspective, but also from a physiological perspective um, because the body's energy needs and restriction and dieting also play a role in binge eating. It's not just mental. It's just that for many people, both are combined to produce this big, big problem that they're terrified from. And this brings me to the final part of today's podcast is how do we use it? How do we use binge eating for to our benefit as opposed to uh, being terrified of it and suffering from it? And this is really, really, really important because... Many people who struggle with binge eating uh, live in this massive fear of it, and they think that they cannot overcome it, and it's there to stay forever. The truth is that there's no such thing as a problem with no solution. There's always a solution to every problem. Uh, If there's a problem with no solution, it's either you haven't uh, found it yet, or it has not been invented yet. Uh, But with binge eating specifically, it has been invented. So rest assured that there is a solution to binge eating, Uh, and many, many, many people overcome it uh, regularly. Uh, And I overcame it myself and I've been binge free for the past five, six, 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 six years, something like that, and smoking free as well. So keep that in mind. It is possible to overcome uh, any behavior because of one main reason is as, as human beings, we have the freedom of choice. We always had the freedom of choice. Never, never think that you are not free to choose. You are free to choose. It's just that your choices right now are uh, difficult to do because it involves a loss of control, and that's okay. If you have a loss of control going on, then know that there is there's something that is not aligned there with what you truly want with your goals. And I like to look at this actually from a body, mind, spirit perspective. We want certain things for our body, but the body is not there and the spirit is somehow lost and we cannot really connect with it. When I talk about spirit, I basically talk about the truth of who we are, our capacity and ability to align our body and our mind. But with binge eating specifically, it exists on the mental level, like we said, psychological and the physiological level, which is the body's energy needs. And working on aligning these two is really, really crucial when it comes to overcoming it. That's why those who uh, try using diets to overcome binge eating are never, never going to succeed. Not because I'm wishing they don't. I would really, truly hope nobody struggles with this long-term. But the reality is approaching the diet only and forgetting completely or ignoring the psychological or the mental component is never going to work because as we understood binge eating is 80% psychological, and 20% nutrition. If we go to the psychological uh, component and we get that under control, yet we are incapable of getting the nutrition under control, then what happens is we start thinking that we failed, uh, even though we've done well, it's just that we haven't... uh, tackled the problem from all directions we've tackled it from one direction the model doesn't last the alignment between body mind spirit just collapses so the key is to uh, understand what the body needs understand how the mind works and align them together and this is what we do in our program now let's talk a little bit about binge eating how we can use it as an opportunity to serve you as opposed to an uh, something that uh, destroys you the first important thing I do with all my clients is share with them that binge eating is something that can uh, be overcome and actually is an opportunity to uh, do a lot of work and get to a much, much better place. And I'll I'll share with you how. Under the most stressful situations, the diamond is formed. And when it comes to binge eating, a lot of people are at the lowest points of their lives, very, very low point. And they take these low points and turn them around and use them as opportunities to learn about themselves so they can grow and uh, become a much, much better person. And this is what I've done for myself in the past is I've used my lowest point of uh, struggling with binge eating and my addiction to learn more about myself and and say enough is enough and discover more how my body works how my mind works how to connect with my spirit how to align everything together so that I can master my actions and understand how to cope with my emotions in a way that doesn't sabotage my health so this is uh, really crucial when it comes to overcoming binge eating is looking at your current situation as an opportunity instead of a prison that you're in the more you look at it as a prison or something that is, is that cannot be solved the more it will have control over you. This brings me to the final component of today is in my programs with my clients, I make it really important for them to track their binges. Many people in diets do the opposite. They track their calories, they track what they're eating irregularly but ignore their binges. And that doesn't make sense to me at all for one main reason. If you're trying to cut uh, to cut calories and lose weight, and you're on a 1200 calorie deficit, for example, I'm just using the most common number right now. Three, four days a week, you binge four, five, six thousand calories. Let's assume you bi- you binge that much. That will override the 12 uh, 1200 calories that you do daily. And so, what's the point of tracking? Now, I have clients who do continue to track their calories. There's nothing wrong with that, but I personally Ask them to start tracking their binges instead for one main reason. When we track our binges and we start to learn more about our binge eating and we start to understand how it works and understand what triggered it and understand our emotions and understand the events that led up to it, then we can start to develop little strategies so we can overcome it. Imagine fighting a monster. If that monster is powerful and you can't beat that monster in one fight, you need like a few skirmishes, Uh, you will take these skirmishes as an opportunity to learn more about the monster and find their weak spots, right? As we do that, we can develop strategies and acquire the appropriate skills to overcome and beat that monster in that final epic fight. And that's what we do with the benches is I tell my clients always as like, all right, we're starting our journey. I guarantee you, there's going to be a few inevitable benches, but be okay with that. Do not judge that. Be okay with it. And let's use it as an opportunity to learn more about what's going to happen uh, and, and how we can strategize so we can defeat that monster once and for all. Unfortunately, what many people do is that once they binge, they start coming up with false conclusions, such as they can't do it and they're terrified of it and they're stuck with it. And basically what they do is they weaken themselves and they strengthen the monster. They keep giving the monsters more strength they keep feeding it more strength and being afraid of it and they avoid getting the skills that will allow them to overcome that monster because how can they do so when they're saying it's not solvable I can't do it I'm stuck with it I'm horrible and they come with these conclusions and that is how we can stay stuck with binge eating forever is because we personally strengthen the monster and we weaken ourselves in the process what we want to do is the opposite is we want to learn how uh, to uh, figure out the monster's weaknesses and learn how to strategize and acquire skills so that we can deal the knockout punch and you are able to master yourselves from a point of understanding how your mind works. You're able to align your body, mind, spirit. You're able to be in control. And when you came back from it, you've completely changed and there's no going back then. And that is how we can use binge eating as an opportunity to be our best, best selves. So this is why I want you to uh, keep in mind that it is okay if you're struggling with binge eating. You are not a failure because many of us actually have been conditioned because of our families and our environment and what we saw on social media and what we saw in our schools and whatnot. And this is good news because it means that if you're conditioned, you can rewire your brain and change your reality right now and what is going on by focusing on yourself. Thank you very much for tuning in to another episode with me. If you enjoyed this episode, then don't forget to subscribe, like, and share it with a friend who might benefit from it. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at morezk.rd If you're struggling with binge eating and would like some guidance, you can reserve a spot in my online workshop, Break the Cycle, by going to www.morezk.com. You can also go to the podcast section on my website and subscribe to my list so you can get an email notification every time I release an episode. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time at Beyond the Binge.